When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's just make this perfectly clear that Chris did not have a garden salad while yeah. the rest of us were tearing <laughs> apart the seafood tower. He did not sit there quietly. Uh, he had a steak the size of a shoebox. He, he had all of the- How many drinks? Was, uh, we, we didn't drink very much last okay, night because okay. we all had to get home, so it was kind right. of a tame night. Nah, he got loaded. Me. No, I, I drove him home. He, he could have he drank. He did. I, but he didn't. Like It was actually a pretty tame night. We had a couple old fashions and then a little bit of wine. No, nothing uh, crazy. Amateurs. Uh, and then Jorge had a Paloma. Jorge, did, Jorge took home all of the, uh, the leftovers. Which was pretty professional. Baller. Yeah, it was good. He's like, that will box all of that up. I'll be taking that I'm home. I'm still mad. He should have got the butter cake to go. <laughs> we should have. We should have done that. We should have done that for sure. Um, I do you like uh, yes. ahi. Oh, yeah. Tear it up. Okay, me too. That's my number one favorite thing. Mm-hmm. So they had this ahi dish on the menu that I ordered last night at Mastro's. And usually, when hey, you, you ordered a- ahi at a steakhouse. Yeah, I, I don't eat a ton of steaks anymore. I, once in a blue moon, but not very often. Um, All right. It was, and Master, I mean, they got the seafood. They got good seafood at Master's, too. It's they called the Ocean Club, Beto. It's not called the Prairie Club. Oh, so you were the, was the one in Malibu? Is that one? What's that? Were you no. the one in Malibu? No, downtown, right across oh, okay. the street here. Um, so you, have, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. order ahi in a restaurant occasionally, yes? Uh, not at a steakhouse, but yeah, no? I, have, okay. I have. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they, t- they, 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 they slice it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's usually like six or eight pieces. Mm-hmm. This had like fourteen pieces <laughs> and and cut pretty darn thick. Was it, it for was, the table or for you? No, it was my entree. It was and it was so blank and good. I can't even tell you. And that was after the oysters and the shrimp and the crab legs and it. the salad and it. all of the other I things. I love it. It was I a good it. night. I love that your boss Keyshawn took you guys out. He's he's the man. <laughs> yeah. He's the man. I I I am a huge fan. Did you pretend to pay? No, that's the best part. You don't even you don't even do the ah. Oh, come on, let me. Ah, are you sure? I got you the sure? tip. No, not even that. We had a goal. We we surpassed it. We we did a good job. Last Private night. room? No, we no? had a little booth right there in the middle of the restaurant with the commoners, pretty, huh? Pretty pretty good. Night. With the people. It's pretty yeah. I like I like. No, people. I'm talking about you being with the people, not Keyshawn. <laughs> you with the people. Man of the people. What do you think That's I'm going to show up in a top hat and a monocle? <laughs> like the Monopoly man? You, you've done worse. <laughs> you've done worse. He's got a name. It's something Pennybags or something like what? that. Well, Uncle Pennybags. Uncle Pennybags, I think, right. is what it is. Think about it, too, Terrible. Trav. You're walking in. Look, look at your demographic of the, the group you're walking in. Who do uh-huh. you think is the sponsor here? Well, that was very clear. You. Oh, it's not rich Uncle Pennybags, no, by the way. There's not a person in this city that doesn't No, I'm just saying, if, just, just, if you're looking around... <laughs> Not with key. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not with key. If they don't know key, they're gonna be like, "Huh, my Theo Jaime." I, I told you when we uh, when we went to the Super Bowl a few years ago, and the Rams played the Patriots Super Bowl Fifty Three in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I went. Key, Keyshawn was uh, at an event at Top Golf in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and he, he invited me to come with him. So I, I meet him there, and we're hanging out. And we're this was a night where we were not taking it easy on the drink, and we were having a good time, and. Somebody comes up to me, and, and obviously they're, you know, they see key, they want autographs and pictures and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And they say to me, So, uh, you're here with key? Yeah. Oh. And I know where that's going. Yeah. Uh, so, 
how, how do you know Key? I said, yeah, we're just, we're, we're friends. So are like you his agent? Exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> are you like, uh, like, do you do like his marketing? <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just his, I'm just his friend. Like you guys just hang out? <laughs> Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Two old white guys hanging out, bro. We, we live in the Calabasas suburbs, you know, chasing Bieber down. They, they couldn't comprehend like that I wasn't on the payroll in some regard. It was uh, it was pretty pretty awesome. But you kind of are. I'm 100% on it. <laughs> I mean, they just couldn't figure out why it was, right? It was great. Also, by the way, we're gonna, it's something from Factor Cap about slime and like where that came from. And Travis, I know you love to hear this. You were right. Oh, I was. It, it was from um, the, you can't do this on television. It's the kids' version of SNL. Someone uh, explained to me. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, and that um, it was if they got a word or phrase, they couldn't say they got slimed. Okay, that sounds, Double Dare had like the obstacle course, yeah, the obstacle course. that had slime in it. But yes. you can't say that on television or do that on television. What was you it? You can't do that, do on, that television. on television. And I've seen Double Dare because I used to watch this. Uh, there's this channel on cable. It's called Nickelodeon Games and, and uh, something else. They called it Nick Gas. And I used to watch like the old uh, Nick stuff. I'd like to get slimed. Still would. Do it. I like Baker Mayfield. Did wh Where are you on that? Because I'm fully in the bag for him after one game. I'm like, let's go. I'm here for oh, the I'm Baker Mayfield experience. All day. Yeah. Because we're talking about him. Right. Um, He's got, you know what we were talking about with um, Brock Purdy a minute ago? Brock something. Purdy has balls. And, and he goes out there and he just like, dude, I'm here to play football. Mm -hmm. I know you don't know who I am, but this is what I do. Here Let we go. Let me show you Let who me I show am. you. Mayfield people do know who he is, but he also, you could just, the second he walked onto that field, Beto, it was like, look, I may throw four picks tonight. I don't know, but I also am going to try to win this game. There's something incredibly appealing about guys that have that aura. In our business, you don't want to be vanilla. You, you know, it's you're gonna either love them or you're gonna hate them, but you that's how you're memorable. The reason that backup quarterbacks last 15 years and make a bunch of money is because nobody knows who they are. Mm -hmm. And when they get in, they're supposed to just be safe, get there. Guys like Purdy, guys like Baker, they can be backups, but they have that attitude of, I'm gonna be a star. I wanna be the guy. I wanna be the man. It, it takes a lot for somebody to say, I'm okay with being the second, the third string guy. And that's a big blow to the ego. Brock, uh, Baker Mayfield is, look, I'm coming to the Rams, not because it's a charity case. I'm coming here to win. And what do you do? Beat the Raiders, right? I'm coming here to resurrect my career, too. And what a great city to resurrect it, because if you can win in L.A., it looks different than winning in Jacksonville, in Carolina, wherever it is you may be. You win in L.A., you get attention. You win in L.A., it doesn't matter how you win. As long as you win, it just looks better. He had a moment on a singular game like look thursday night football isn't sunday night football but a lot of people watch it and you're mm -hmm. not flipping channels it's the one game that's on you're not competing with you got al you, michaels talking you got about al Mike, and he came in there and he had a moment in one day that i would argue the chargers have not had here in seven years that the chargers have had some decent teams yes they, they they've justin herbert is a terrific quarterback but they haven't had that man did you see that can that. you can you believe that they did that and mayfield jumped on it they might not win another game. I think that they'll beat the Broncos on Christmas Day, but they're probably going to be – they're probably going to lose on Monday night against the Packers. They got the Chargers in the second-to-last game. They got the Seahawks. Maybe the Seahawks because they may have given up by then as well. But when you have Baker, 
you have a shot. You do. You don't know what kind of shot it is, but, but you got a shot. And, and by the way, he could also shoot you out of some games. Absolutely. Yeah, but it, that's kind of what makes it fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I want to hitch my wagon to the Baker Mayfield experience from here on out, but for in this scenario, it's the perfect thing to get you to the finish line, to get you to pay attention to four football games that otherwise wouldn't mean jack squat because they don't even have their first-round pick. No, and I said the other day, who's their backup quarterback? John Wolford. You know that because you're the host of the Rams. Preview. And then Bryce Perkins. You know that because you're the host <laughs> of the right. But does it is anybody tuning in to see those guys? Not a chance. Now you tell me Baker because he's the number one pick because we knew him at Oklahoma being all cocky. He's got the trophy. He's got the attitude. He'll go back and forth with the media. He had the commercials. He had a lot of attention on him early. Embraced it. And when you go down like a ball of flames, people were right there with you. Instead of him curling up. He's fighting back. I like that. He punches back. He he doesn't turtle. He doesn't no. he doesn't do that thing where, you know, I've learned a lot from the mistakes I've made in the past. It's like, look, I, I'm here yeah, to play football. No. I'm here I'm here to win. And if you like it, great. If you don't, I'm okay with that too. But I'm gonna go out there and do my thing. And in football, when you're looking in that huddle, if you're a receiver, if you're a lineman and you see a guy who he might be delusional and have no idea what the play is, <laughs> he doesn't know your name, but he's got that moxie of, hey guys, just go deep, I'll get it to you. I'll get I'll get us down there. Purdy's doing that. You need that in football, right? Purdy's it, doing that. In such an emotional game, you got to have that guy that you're looking at him, he's looking at you with confidence. I, I say this a lot, and, and I want to kind of define it. I, I, I say that he, player X is not scared. I'm not talking scared in the sense of they're scared of yeah. getting hurt. or th- I'm talking, when I say the guy's not, when Baker Mayfield is not scared, he's not scared to fail mm-hmm. he's not scared to make a mistake he's not scared to have everybody say at the end of the day dude Mayfield killed us the reason we lost is because Mayfield was terrible there's only a certain amount of guys that are very comfortable taking on that responsibility I'll take all the good but I'm also entirely comfortable with all the bad most Wolford Perkins they're trying not to screw it up mm-hmm. we're trying to just keep the trains running on time we're trying to make sure that this thing does that I don't embarrass myself safe, safe. which is okay in that role. In certain roles, Baker, it is. No, He's they have not nothing to play for. Right now, Christmas Day, when I watch the Rams and Broncos, nope. Baker, yep. Yeah. Because now I have a rooting interest. I don't you think they could keep him. I don't think they can. I, if, if he wins another game or two, I think he's gone. Um, But then again, if you're Baker, this would be a real good situation for you to stay because, look, we're talking about it. You're taking a big pay cut to be a backup. But who says he's going to be a backup? Not in his mind. No, no, he'll be the back. Matthew Stafford's going to be the starting quarterback. But what if Stafford doesn't come back? Th- that's No, he's coming back. No, let's just say. Stafford, something, eh, he doesn't come back the way he is. The elbow doesn't heal, the head, whatever it is. All, all speculation on my part. Yeah. All, but if you're Baker, this is a good situation for a guy like Baker Mayfield who likes the attention. He, for sure. Okay, or I, you go to Arizona. That, yeah, th- that's just another stop on the decline of exactly. your career. This could be the stop because— There's a reason we're big market here. The the reason, though, if, if let's use Arizona as an example, right? Kyler Murray's going to miss most of next year mm-hmm. because of his injury. I don't know. Maybe they'll give it to Colt McCoy. Maybe they won't. Oh, maybe, come on. That's a perfect example of the backup quarterback we're talking I, about. I agree with you. But it's also—we just went through what we went through with Kyler Murray running around and the whole thing going to hell. I don't really want to relive it with Baker Mayfield. Let's try something different. But the point is— he could go make starting quarterback money somewhere like that, okay. right? Money matters. Mm, or, absolutely. Or 
you could say here, I probably will get some chances to play for the Rams because Matthew Stafford has been hurt this season because he's had concussions in the neck and all these things that if I can make it work with McVay in LA, mm-hmm. now maybe I don't have to go to the Arizonas of the world. Maybe I can get a better look somewhere but else. When, once you've been in Cleveland and you've tasted what a real city looks like in LA, do you really want to go back to the Midwest or like the small markets? Like, do you want to go anywhere I, like that? I'd want to start. You've been there? I'd want to start. But there, there's only 32 of those okay, gigs, but, and if I could get one, I'm taking But it. we talked about this, too, also, uh, before the show even started. You want to be in a good situation, too, right? Mm-hmm. You also want to be somewhere where you're wanted. Yes. And in those other cities, he was kind of not really... It's all on the I, upside I, I for him. I hear what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying, but if somebody brings you in... I, okay, I'll, 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 team. okay, let's just say he doesn't get the money that's crazy other guys get. Would he take a pay cut to be here? If you're him. I hope so. Right. I hope so. Because you look at what happened in San Francisco with Trey, right? Jimmy G, who was trying to go somewhere else. What happens to that guy, by the way? Right? He's another one of those guys that's going to get a ton of opportunities. Yep. Quarterbacks are hard to find. Let, in high school, even, college, even let alone mediocre in the ones like Jimmy G. I don't think he's terrible like huh. a lot of people, but I don't. He, he's mediocre. He's NFL average. I'd he, take him on the Steelers in a heartbeat. Exactly. Perfect spot for him. Yeah. Perfect spot for Great. him. Exactly. I'm just saying, a guy like Baker, because I like cocky guys like that. Me too. I like that attitude. Am I like that? No. But if I was a quarterback, I would act like him. Because he goes and he talks a big game, but he also backs it up. But he also sometimes. messes it up. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. But, but when he messes up, he also owns up to it. Yeah, no. It, he's Like he's, the, uh, he's, who, the quarterback from the Jets, right? Zach Wilson? Uh, yeah. Wasn't well, my fault. Okay, bro. (laughs) You could almost feel the eye rolling in the locker room. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. So that's not going to fly there. It's just, I think a guy like Baker, if you stick around with a quarterback situation that they have and a coach like McVay, that McVay went from being Wonder Boy to now, hmm, maybe there's some. uh, It'd have to be a second one. This was, I really don't think fair. I'm not saying this is fair. But I do think that none of what has happened this year is sticking to him. No, of it, course. It, it, this is a, everybody's gotten hurt. They yeah, just yeah. won the Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. But if it happens again, that's different. But what about McVay doing the Baker Reclamation Project? Yeah. Oh, look at us. Together we did this. He did those. See, I'm over here thinking the Hollywood style. That's all to me. Because I love the story. play over there. You're writing a treatment. <laughs> well, I got nothing else to do. <laughs> all right, let's go UTSA. Our NFL picks against the spread coming up next. It's Travis Lee. Beto's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. 
so you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. All right, so here are the standings heading into week 15. Beto, you're going to get on the board here because we've had a handful of guest pickers uh, over the season. I have the lead with 78 points, uh, followed very closely by Emily, who's got 75. Sliwa is a distant third in 60. And then Taylor, sorry, buddy, 52. He's in last. DeMarco Farr has one. (laughs) Now, he only played one week, but he did only get one of a possible 10 points. Uh <laughs> All right, so you have you have Slee's picks. Yes, Emily? I do. Okay, so we're going to start uh, the rotation. I'm up first this week. Um, so the first game we're going to do, as we always do, the Rams are on the road Monday Night Football against the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are a seven-point favorite. It's supposed to be about five, de- literally five degrees <laughs> nope. at kickoff Get for your that scarf. game. Um, <laughs> I like the Rams. The Rams uh, are getting seven. It's going to be cold. They don't score a lot of points, yada, yada, yada. I'm going to take the Rams at one like I have for the last, uh, I want to say, six or seven weeks <laughs> in a row. That's your confidence? That, one? They're at the bottom. So I, another, you know, I have to pick somebody. I, 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 I will take the Rams at one. Taylor, you're up next. Uh, Rams getting seven on the road. I'm confident in the Rams, too, and uh, Baker Mayfield put them at my three. All right. Baker's making people some confidence points. Uh, Beto, you're next. Uh, I like this game, and I'm very confident in the Packers. Okay. And I'm going to give them a three because it's frozen. It's called the frozen tundra. We are California kids. It doesn't matter if you grew up or across the country. You train in L.A., all week long with a beautiful Thousand Oaks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me get a scarf and a North Face because it's 50 degrees. Frozen Tundra, Monday night. Give me Green Bay all day. I went to the 1997 <laughs> NFC Championship game between the Carolina Panthers and Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. It was the coldest and most miserable I've ever been in my entire life. I loved it. It was great. Never in a thousand years will I ever go do it again. So yeah, I want to go to Lambeau. Go in once. October. Yeah, October, September. Get, get oh, Game one. <laughs> Go to the opening game of the season. Emily. So I am taking this not m- more because of my disdain for Aaron Rodgers that I am ta- I'm picking the <laughs> Rams, Rams at two. I do think that it's like, I think that Baker will have a good game. I think it's going to be less than a, uh, the, the fact that it's a seven-point spread is, is a big deal to me. So I think that it's going to be Rams at my two. And then I have Allen's yep. pick. He has... Uh, I guess this is being a hater. He has the Packers at four. Oh, he's so got him all the being a hater. That's being smart. With the seven, seven point, you're, you're laying seven and a five win team. Five degrees. And also said by the guy who five win picked, team. Um, what Troy, Miami of Ohio to win? No. Yeah, right. Oh, and oh, and, and, and was only on. got sixty points along the way. All right, next game. Uh, the Chargers at home, SoFi Stadium. They are given three to the Tennessee Titans. Taylor, you're up first. Give me the Chargers. Put them up by two. Chargers at two. Beto. Same with you. Uh, Chargers at two. I think they'll bounce back. The Chargers, I thought, played their best game of the season last week. I, I Against Miami, yep. a pretty good team. Herbert looked like he's fully healthy all over again. And here, here's my only hesitation. Every time you start to say, you know, I think the Chargers have finally figured it out, that's when they face plant and do something incredibly chargery. I'm going to take the risk anyway. I'm going to put the Chargers all the way at the top, number four. Oh, Emily. So I think that the Titans and the Chargers are two kind of um, similar teams to me. The team. So for the Titans, as, as soon as you count them out, they bounce back. Yeah. 
Chargers, as soon as you believe in them, they fail. So yeah. this is kind of coming in perfect for this week, this week's game. So I have Titans at my three. And then uh, Alan, I guess, agrees with me. He has Titans at his two. Tennessee at two for Al. All right. Uh, better you're going first on the next one. Basically a pick em. The Raiders are a one-point favorite at home against the New England Patriots. Uh, I'm going to go with a one for this one. And the only reason I'm going to pick the Raiders is because, to quote my friend, the Ace of SoCal, it's every Raider fan's Super Bowl. Forget <laughs> New England! <laughs> exclamation, exclamation. It's our Christmas! Exclamation, exclamation. <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. Yeah, I'm not saying Raiders, but I'll say it. Raiders. And also, I never pick against the Raiders for safety reasons. Yeah, it's probably the, <laughs> the main reason that you have the Raiders at one. Emily, who do you got? All right. So I think that this is going to – so I think I'm putting myself in Josh McDaniel's shoes. He is a Patriots guy, so he's going to try really hard to win this game. And that's why you fail. Exactly. So <laughs> I have um, the – I'm uh, going back and forth. I have a one and a four left. I think I'm going to go with the Patriots at four. New England at four. All right, I'm up next. Um, every single time the Raiders do what they do, <laughs> I, I, I want to go back to the postgame show last Thursday when the Raiders, as exciting as Baker Mayfield was and as exciting as it was for the Rams, the only reason the Rams had a chance to win that game is because the Raiders were idiots, right? That they, they made it yes. this series of incredibly stupid decisions Go on. to give the Raider <laughs> to give the Rams a chance to win. So I, I just can't bring myself to pick the Raiders in anything because the second you think they're gonna do it right, they do it wrong. So I'm gonna take New England and I'm gonna put it at Raiders. my two. I'm gonna put it at my do two. Do not check your Twitter. Taylor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no way the Raiders don't respond after that disappointment. I think. Well, I'm not, not too. No com- way. I'm not too confident about it though, so I'm putting them on my one. Number one for the Raiders, our final game. Oh wait, Slee has oh, right. uh, Patriots at his three. Uh, I don't know why he's not picking the Raiders because he's a Raider guy. So is, is he? A- <laughs> I mean, is he? Uh, we yeah. can we can stop pretending that that's a thing, <laughs> yeah. right? That that Slee was Raiders uh, guy. Yeah, that, yeah okay. that, that was just not even a little bit of a real thing for even half of a second. Last game, Emily, you're going first. Uh, the Miami Dolphins in Buffalo, another one that's supposed to have four feet of snow on the ground from Miami going into Buffalo. Buffalo lay in seven. Okay, so both teams need this win. Uh, Dolphins kind of need to get back on track in the winning zone. They had their, you know, debate about whether or not they had the heated benches, whatever. Else. Right. So regardless, I think the Bills take care of business. Bills, but it's only at my one. All right. Bills at one for her. I'm up next. I like Buffalo for all of the obvious reasons. Miami was the, the hottest team in football for like two months. They've been bad ever since then. Tua is looking like the Tua we've seen basically his entire career, part of the early part of this season. Uh, give me Buffalo at three. Taylor. Bills at my four. Bills at four and Beto, you want to close it out? Bills at four because I love the junior college quarterback, Josh Allen, the way he's going after it. And also, it's frozen in <laughs> Buffalo. They could have four feet of snow. Then it's even, then you know what? Give me a four, 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 four plus. <laughs> four plus. Yeah. And so, also, because you just said it, they need this win. This is a team the Bills Mafia is fired up for. This is the kind of game where they're going to push you back. And Tua is going looking like Tua. I'm and not a also, believer. is the Dolphins running back playing? Uh, the guy who got hurt last week. Oh, you're right. I'm blanking on his. Um, yeah. it'll come back to me. But, but they're banged up right now. Wilson. And yeah. also, the Chargers took their soul. The Chargers <laughs> looked good last week, which means yes. they'll probably face and, play it this week. What does Al have? And Al has uh, the Dolphins at his one. I guess he doesn't. Then I feel good. By the way, that's a really good pick for him because the all the rest of us have 
the uh, Bills. Yeah. He's got only very little exposure at one. He's getting good odds, as they say. Good. It's good value, Beto. Yeah. Good value yeah, at yeah, one. For a reason. He also so has 60 points. <laughs> yeah, if it were somebody else, I would feel a little bit differently about it. Um, where's the coldest you've ever been to go watch a game or, or to cover watch a, a game? game? Or to cover or whatever. Oh, no, 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 no. To work. Oh, no. <laughs> I worked the fight in Laval, Quebec, Canada a couple years ago. Walked out of the hotel. It was 12 below. And we Did you went ice skate the rink. Ah, uh, well, we went and it was it was boxing. Luckily, so we yeah. went inside to the hockey rink, and it was uh, thirty two inside. So, it was, yeah, uh, but it, it's cool. It's so different. Like if you take, but there's no wind inside. If the you, wind is what gets you. If you take somebody from like Minneapolis and bring them to L.A., it's like, oh, this is great. There's like no Brandon there's no Walsh. adjustment like Brandon and Brenda and Jim and Cindy. <laughs> like when they came from Minneapolis and came out here and moved into their-, their Playing street <laughs> hockey. Right, playing street hockey. <laughs> Shoot, by the way, you know what? Just I love the show, right? <laughs> I, my credentials as a lover of the show are well-established. Whenever they would show the basketball scenes of the Walsh's oh. playing in their driveway, the hoop was like six feet off the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, come on, man. Hey, come on, man. Like, I get it. I get that Jason Priestley is not a six foot five guy. I understand he's a little dude and you got to make it so he can make some baskets. But it was comp. They might have had one of those little tykes hoops out there. Yeah. The little plastic ones. Pretty you much get the same kid. thing. It was ridiculous. <laughs> but there, my point was before you sidetracked yeah. me with 90210, what I do here. there is no. You, you cannot grow up here and go there and mm-hmm. be like, oh, okay, I can roll with this. There's no getting used to that. No, it doesn't matter. Ever. Even if you play there, you still don't get used to it. Like, you know, they always show the pregame where guys are walking around with their shirts off. That's insane. Trying to be all macho. No, bro. That, that's making your body really, really bad right now. That is not good. What When you were living in Iowa, would you, you guys would get sub-zero days frequently, right? Yeah. Negative 20 sometimes. Do you ever? Wind just chills. Like, yeah, this ter- is just like the he's winter. talking about the wind is the worst. The wind hurts. So what do you do? Do you just sit inside and stare at each other all day? Uh, That's why there's a lot of... uh. Binge drinking in those states. Wisconsin, Minnesota. They, mm. Curling, right? Curling's fun. Looks fun, at least. That's why they play basketball. That's why Ollie hit that shot in Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> they sure do grow them small down on the farm. <laughs> he bumps him with the shoulder. Ollie did not look like a very good player. No, Ollie would be a good backup quarterback. He's not Baker Mayfield <laughs> attitude, little moxie. He don't have that. <laughs> Now, Shooter, that's a different story. Are the Niners the favorite to win the Super Bowl out of the NFC? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
this Troy UTSA game, Beto, was not Big. providing nearly the the excitement that the earlier one did for us. Especially not when I took the over. Jeez. Duluth Trading Cure Bowl, is that what it's called? That's no. what it says. Come on, Roadrunners, baby, <laughs> Duluth, UTSA. Duluth Trading is pants and undergarments for larger men like myself. Oh, is that what it is? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're not that big. No, but it's it's not it's put it to you this way. There's no like, slim in your there's closet. There's no slim in my closet and there's no slim in that line. Right? <laughs> like for instance, when when I go to shop, like you go to buy a suit or like a dress shirt or something uh-huh. like that, Armani, Hugo Boss, we're we're done. We're not even we can't even look there because the biggest one fits me like a sausage skin. Like I can't it does not You make work. it seem like you're a big monster. But you're not. There's stuff that's cut really tight along the flanks, Beto. It's you not mean tailored? Yes. I need I need blousy, billowing. <laughs> I need Duluth. <laughs> this is this is what I need. You, you don't go right? big and tall stores, do you? No, no, I'm not that guy. But I'm also not the guy that can have anything that is what is called a European cut. Yeah, I, need what, more I of can't a go to H and M. H and M is too skinny, man. Yeah, all yeah. No, you're not a skinny guy. You're not a big <laughs> guy. You're like a normal sized human being. Yeah. I'm just that plus like another fifteen percent. Hey, were you Something always like that? A bigger kid? No, not until. Oh, uh, you mean like tall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So were you wearing like the? There used to be that uh, husky, husky, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> at Mervin's, you were husky. No, oh, how dare you! Oh, well. My dad worked for Sears for like thirty-five oh, years. Sears and Roebuck. We, so we were we were a tough skin family. <laughs> so you would get the husky tough, tough skin, tough huh? skins, right? Were you not a tough skin guy? You're nah. old enough to have worn tough skins. Nah, we didn't. Have no, nah. oh man, tough skins were expensive. No, they're no, they were they not. Weren't? No, no, not, they no. were the opposite. Whatever the op cheap. In, inexpensive. Cheap is of poor quality. Inexpensive means low cost. Yeah, so you're Sears and Roebuck. How, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry the insults. I was going to say the Merv, the Mervin shade that's coming over no, here. No, we, we went to Mervin's. That's why. <laughs> that's where I get the Nike shoes. <laughs> we got a safety. UTSA, baby. You're going to need a lot more safeties if you're going to get the over in it's this It's all right. One. We got it, baby. Don't worry. <laughs> What's the over? The dam's been broken. Like 50, Three. 50-something. <laughs> I don't know. Just something to root for. <laughs> well, you're going to have to. You should live bet the under to hedge, right? I'm doing it right now. <laughs> See what you could do with that. Emily, what picture were you looking at? All right. So there was like a, they were doing a college football playoff countdown picture from ESPN. So it's like, and on the roof of SoFi Stadium, it's like 25 days until the, um, Championship game. And it's just funny to me. The overhead picture of SoFi Stadium is just a bunch of empty parking lots that you're going to definitely overpay for. And I, I, I'm i just curious about, like, I just don't know why they chose that specific shot. Do it when there's a game going on or something else. Or shoot it tighter, right? Yes. Just shoot the roof of the stadium and then go get yeah. the typical glamour shots of L.A., which are? Santa Monica Pier. Yep. Number one on the list. Hollywood sign. Yep. Keep going. Um, right down, Right next Griffith to it. Park. Griffith Park Observatory. Oh, the observatory, that, yeah. Absolutely. That's in there every yeah. time. A walk of uh, a star. Yeah. Hollywood star walk. walk of Fame. There you go. Yeah. And the, then these are all the things that we when I do a fight in LA. <laughs> all right, we're gonna have the beauty shot. I'm like, dude, we're in Carson. And, and then <laughs> a, a shot of the beach. Oh, the beach. Right? Yeah, and yeah. you need some you need some long shot of the beach yeah. somewhere. Usually it's the one from the Santa Monica Pier looking at Malibu. Looking north. Yeah. Right. Like, oh look, there's Pepperdine. <laughs> Dude, we are in commerce. Like, the fight I'm working tomorrow. So, for example, tomorrow I'm working a fight for Golden Boy on the zone in commerce. Uh-huh. The beauty opening scenic shot, I guarantee you, our directors who are from New York are going to have Griffith Park, Pier. Hollywood sign, and definitely some maybe Third Street Promenade. That's okay. always a good one, too. Sometimes they'll give you the glamour shot of downtown, too, because LA kind of oh, yeah, yeah. has a skyline that's kind of sort of identified. It's not like New York or Chicago yeah. or something, but they'll give you that. It depends on the director. I'll, I'll figure out. I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow. You're going to have to send me the, the yeah. opening highlight reel. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so Thursday Night Football last night, 
The uh, Niners look amazing. Mm-hmm. They're playing Mr. Irrelevant as their quarter. Not Mr. Irrelevant from five years ago who's been in the league and got a bunch of seasoning and now like, hey, I, this is what I do for a living. He was Mr. Irrelevant nine months ago. <laughs> okay, And now he's running an offense that has not lost since they got Christian McCaffrey. Might have the best defense in football. They've got a coach that seems to figure out what to do with what he has. And the Niners are kind of like, it's it's a weird thing where they're almost running down the Rams in some of this stuff mm-hmm. because they've beaten the Rams crazy head-to-head other than the NFC Championship game. He's already been to a Super Bowl, like McVay. The only thing he's missing is winning that Super mm-hmm. Bowl. If they can get that, that rivalry between Shanahan and McVay goes to a whole nother level. In the division, between the two of them personally, all of it. Yesterday, when you saw the Niners and Seahawks, you you, you were going to break it down, trying to figure things out. Yeah, when is Purdy's time going to run up? Okay, they're going to Seattle. The 12th man gets loud. Cold. It's a tough place to play. Short week. He got banged up a little bit on Sunday. You know, question he's going to play the game, or are they going to go to the, who's it, Jimmy Johnson, their backup to the backup to the backup in San Francisco? So you have questions about him. Like, okay, they'll compete. And then the game starts, and bam, bam, bam. Was it ever in doubt? Not for a second. It was a boring game. Yeah. Unless you're a Niner fan. Yeah. But it was a game where you're like, wait, did they just go do this to a Pete Carroll squad that was, I thought Geno Smith and the Seahawks were supposed to be talk better about, than this. Talk about time running out. Yeah, That's what that felt like. Yeah. It looked like a team is trending the right way, which is San Francisco. A team that has an attitude of next man up. They're in their third quarterback of the year, and they win the West, which they weren't supposed to do. And not only they did win the West, they clinched it last night. But Beto, tell me, if do they not feel? Obviously, the Philadelphia Eagles have the best record. Mm-hmm. They might finish sixteen to one. By yeah. the way, they they, they might look so good. They look amazing. But if you just put the Eagles and Niners in a game right now, the Niners feel like they got a really good chance to win that. Absolutely, e- even with that dude and McCaffrey changed everything with them the Rams always struggled with the Niners but then you'd go watch the Niners play anybody not the Rams you're like yeah that they're okay yeah they're not but with McCaffrey they're totally undefeated with McCaffrey Uh, you know you get a player they give you a shot in the arm okay that usually lasts what a game two yeah maybe three usually fades not the entire season and he hasn't been oh my god lights out Christian McCaffrey from a couple years ago where he was the number one pick on fantasy He's been good for them, but they're balanced. This is what I noticed yesterday when I'm watching the game, that they're fun to watch. Super fun. right? And it's not just Adebo. It's not just McCaffrey. It's a balanced team, and you're trying to figure it out. Kittle's fun. The quarterback's fun. Jeez. Ayuk's Even fun. without Debo right now, like yeah. they're still just yeah. rolling through people. Kittle's just a monster on his own. Mm-hmm. He, Kittle's will win you a fantasy week by himself. <laughs> right? And then he's just the nicest guy, too. Hey, all right. Dude, they're running double pump fake pass touchdown plays they're (laughs) toying with you yeah they're kind of rubbing your nose in it a little they're kind of what the rams were yes not too long ago it's really similar so go go back to mccaffrey for a second because by everybody that follows this stuff and reports on this stuff the rams were in on mccaffrey they tried to get him and they were a draft pick short and getting it done right niners have that extra pick they throw it in there to get him this really true the niners may end up winning the super bowl because of that trade and good for them if they do had is the, that what close? What because you're close to it, so that's what it was. That was the difference. It was one pick. They they the it was the Rams didn't have a fourth rounder, and the Niners did. the 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 trade package was basically the same minus that one pick. The, really? And the Rams didn't have it to give up, and so he goes to San Francisco instead. of comes to L. A. Reportedly, 
this feels to me like such a great example of getting lucky by what you didn't get. Because if you put McCaffrey on this Rams team right now, it's still a bad team. Yeah. It, they're, they're, McCaffrey's not doing anything. It, what he's it looks probably like, beat up. He's beat up. It would look like what it looked like in Carolina, where, sure, he's really good, but you're not winning games yeah. because no one else can help him along the way. And now you've dug this hole even deeper with your picks and everything else. You have a nice player, but the Rams have a bunch of stars. They need kind of some rank-and-file guys to start to round this thing out. You don't want to see your number one rival go win the Super Bowl, but at the same time, not getting him feels oddly beneficial to You're them gonna in the You're going to hedge run. too much, huh? You're going to give up too much you to get, the future. Yeah. I mean, and they're already – they haven't had a first-round pick since Jared Goff. Ugh. That was the last time they picked in the first yeah, round. When that was going on, I looked at it and said, okay, yeah, go get him because obviously go get him. And then once you look a little closer, you're like, oh, no, don't go get him because they're not a good team. Because no. at the time, the Rams' uh, offensive line was just so beat up. It still time. is. It still is? Yeah. See, I, I, see, I'm not even paying attention to the Rams right now yeah. because – they're not fun to watch. They've had their they had the same five guys up front one week to the next for the first time last week. Stop. It took it. them 13 weeks to have the same lineup two weeks in a row. So if you bring in McCaffrey, say to the Rams, and you gave up those picks, mm-hmm. you have nothing. He's probably beat up because the line couldn't do anything to protect them. He might be shut down by now. And it's a waste of a waste of a draft. Yeah. I mean a waste of a trade. Waste of a trade and waste of a future draft pick. They're finally going to get to pick a player in 2024 if they don't trade it away. So that's why people weren't too upset that they didn't get him. They weren't good. I think that it was wasn't little, going anywhere. It, it didn't feel like the year before when you got Odell. You got like, to. Oh hell yeah, let's do that. When year before when you got Von Miller, you're like, oh got yeah, to. let's go. This was a. We sure about this? It's like putting rims on a crappy car. It's uh, like I've we, seen we, many people do it. <laughs> do, yeah, at it doesn't make it a good idea. <laughs> hey, 24% interest at Red Wheel? Let's go, bro. We can do that till the wheels fall off. Can I tell you a secret? I had a feeling that's where you're going to go, and I'm very happy to do it. <laughs> the second I said it, I'm like, he's going to pick up the Red Wheel, and he's going to run with it. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Good job, Beto. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Done a little gambling talk today, Beto. So this is a good time to bring in the fact that Rain Man came out on this day in 1988. Hit me. You should uh, go to the casino and Hit me. see if you can find yourself a Rain Man and start counting cards. Hit me. Did you like that movie? Oh, yeah. Rain Man was good, man. When he went to the, they come down the escalator. And their the suits. suits. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was good. It was a... Uh, what, what was the show he had to get home for in time? People's Court. People's Court. Got to get yeah. home for People's Court. Got to get yeah. home for Wapner. Wapner's on at 2 o'clock. Yeah. Um, Dustin Hoffman, good job. 
It is National Underdog Day. You not <laughs> not if you're a Miami of Ohio fan. It's not. Miami, they were plus three fifty. Tackled at the two yard line. What are you doing? Last play of the game. Touchdown wins the game. Tackled at the two. National Underdog Day. Huh? You got to throw that ball in the end zone, right? I mean, I, mean, I know it got close. We're but... breaking down Miami, Ohio. <laughs> no, uh, you Bahamas keep saying Bowl. that, and I keep telling you, I'm not breaking down Miami, yeah, Ohio. We're breaking I'm, down. Br- I'm breaking down stupid coaching Listen, decisions. We're talking more about Miami, Ohio football than the Miami, Ohio post-game show. <laughs> <laughs> we had Touchdown, five. UTSA! There you go. Let's now, go, Roadrunners! You got nine now, or you're about to have nine. Maybe yeah. they'll go for two and get you ten. Roadrunners, baby. <laughs> we could go stack it up a little bit. Super Nintendo World is opening in February of 2023 at Universal Studios Hollywood. Saw that. The Dynamic Land will also include its signature ride, Mario Kart, along with Bowser's Challenge Ride and a new restaurant, the Toadstool Cafe. Did I read that right? Because I'm not even sure what any of those things mean. <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Yeah. You sound okay. like a pro, Trap. Yeah. The best is watching you read. And yeah. It's like watching somebody focus so much right now. Better. Do you think do you, in any universe, do you think I know what a Toadstool Cafe or Bowser's Challenge is? You would know is? Mario Kart. I played Mario Kart. Yeah. As, uh, I just missed it. It was right when I stopped playing video games, Mario Kart came in. I've played it a few, but are those characters in the- You can go yeah. to Japan and do a live Mario Kart. Like shoot drive coconuts? Around, no, yeah. Drive around the streets of Japan. There's a tour. But don't, didn't you like shoot like turtle shells or coconuts? Yeah, yeah. there's a drinking game too that involves- You can go to that. <laughs> Go on. So the non-drinker a, knows the drinking game. You have to finish a- Well, I used to drink. You have to finish a whole beer before the, the race is over. And whatever you drink, you have to stop your cart. That is, oh. what's the game, two and a half, three minutes? About that. Something like that. Nice. It's always three laps. Do, do you know what those things are? I don't know. I don't, I don't play video games. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you don't want to go to Bowser's Challenge Ride or Toad's to a Cafe? Um, yeah, there's beer. Yeah, <laughs> Emily, do you know what those things are? So Toad, I think Toad's Toad is like it'd be cute. They have they're the little mushroom guys. So if you if that makes any vaguely, and but I think this is all about there's gonna be that Mario Kart that Super Mario Brothers movie that's coming out. So I think it's gonna be connected to that and that uh, with like Chris Pratt and stuff is playing yeah. Mario. Like a bunch of random people are playing it. So I think it's related to that. I would go. Okay, so this is odd. You just put something on the screen this here. Is odd. Uh, TLC has a new show called. Can I say this? Do we? Is this okay? Yeah, it's, it's on it's TLC. A, it should be okay. It's an, TLC sorry. has a new show called Milf Manor, a new <laughs> a new series premiering on January fifteenth. Oh, that's my birthday. Nice. <laughs> it sounds like they missed it for you. <laughs> this is my um, demographic. It says eight hot moms leave home for the chance to find love with men half their age, but they're greeted by a shocking twist. What makes this odd is but not wait, just, there's more. I'm looking for whatever reason. Mason's sound page is on in front of me. There's something slugged Milf Manor. Should I play it? Yeah, play it. Absolutely. No, no. Let's see. Life has given me some curveball. I think it's my time to find love. I was married for 14 years. I want to get a chance to do me a little. Young men have much more energy. They think out of the box. Energy. I want that. Especially in the bedroom. Hmm. <laughs> I am in this amazing, beautiful mansion here in Mexico. This is a perfect place to find love. love? Welcome to the villa. You're about <laughs> to TV. embark on a dating experience like none other. Oh, let's go! Oh, 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a ripcord right there because here's the thing. So in, I'm watching it right I, I, now. I don't watch any of those shows. Oh, you're missing out. That sounds like every other one I've ever seen. But but, the but they're in a mansion in Mexico. In a mansion, they're looking for love. They're in a mansion somewhere that's beautiful. They're looking for love. This they're is, all hot. This is, they're all. Are they wealthy? They're hot. They're rich. They're famous they're in a mansion it's a beautiful no setting. they're not all the same they're all exactly the same but this one no. has the dynamic of the age gap that's gonna be interesting <laughs> is it um man yeah. this is so travis's neighborhood i'm looking at the cast right now this is all of travis's neighborhood right now i'm all about these shows and do you, you know, really watch them oh dude so i got caught up watching love is blind Season three. I got so into it that I was mad at Nick and Vanessa Lachey because they did a terrible job oh, hosting. Yeah. Even though they're the executive producers, <laughs> I should be hosting the post show for this. The post game for that. Do a podcast. No, no. I want to do a reality show because the Mexican girl from Texas was pissing me off so much, man. <laughs> man, because oh, I just saw her come from a mile away. But Wait, yeah. Why didn't you like her? <laughs> Let me- <laughs> uh, we don't have enough time yes we do go no. ahead so that show I'm like, okay getting into it and then I got uh, the one I just started right now because I've been watching uh, Yellowstone on Peacock and oh, they kept yeah. doing the commercials for Real Housewives of Miami and I'm like I'm not a housewives kind of guy hold on hold on no, espera tu momento mi amigo <laughs> you throw in Latinas in this we're speaking some Spanish now you're coming to my demographic right here uh, MILFs of, of uh, Orange County I'm okay with it cause It's not it's what it's Manor. called It's what? called MILF Manor They're all the Throw, same thing bro This is all re- the Foxfire Come here Put some respect no. On MILF Manor <laughs> Once again If you know you know The Foxfire They're all cast in here right so- <laughs> Have you guys ever Did you guys ever watch 30 Rock Sure. Yeah. So they had like a little sketch in one show called Milf Island, yeah, and so yeah. it literally pre- predicted this show coming out. They, all, the of course, Simpsons it's easy. The, they, they all... It's just all spin around. Oh, but, yeah. but the one from Miami is good because they throw some Spanish in there, and then they're back and forth. The cultural for I me know is why, I can why the uh, Texas, um, the woman from Texas, the Mexican lady from okay. Texas. So she so reminded much. me of every girl that I know where <laughs> she was smart, but she thought she was smarter than she really was smart, mm. and then she thought she was better than people, even though I was like, hey, calm down, just because you name Kyrie Irving no but also the guy she was with was also <laughs> yeah oh crap. so the best part is I find out later after I went on my uh Instagram I, I broke down the show like who I like who they like and I'm like I want to host a post game show for this right oh yeah turns out a friend of mine was the cameraman dun, 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 for one of the shows okay. and he was in charge of following Barty and this oh my I got the real lowdown oh no Barty sucked though. yeah I so, mean yeah. this weren't good together anyway we're not gonna yeah, yeah but anyways but yeah so I, I get caught up because we watch such good sports but I, I need something stupid that I, I I'm look I'm here for stupid TV. Yeah. I, I don't I don't watch a lot of my them. nose on stu- I am so and this is going to make me sound so old. I am so bored by that stuff. Oh, because you see, see, you don't need to have multiple. I just see the reason I watch uh, Love Is Blind because I needed something for a cross country. I went to Toronto, so I need. I was like, what can I watch for five, six hours that I can download? Because I'm not going to download Seinfeld or anything like that. Right. And I'm like, yeah, this will be stupid because I'll watch it and I'll fall asleep. Sure. Did you watch one and There's two? No, I didn't watch one and two. Just okay. season three. Put this on your there. iPad so you can fall asleep. So, oh, so I even did the whole like imagine doing a show like this where it's all Mexican girls and they're going back and forth. The cultural breakdowns. Oh man, yeah, that was. That's, 
Yeah. That's the whole know thing your that, audience, baby. Because the whole thing about Love is Blind, you don't necessarily know their cultural black down background because you have to be blind. No, but I, I, I was just more of this one because if you get a Mexican girl and a Puerto Rican girl and a Dominican girl, they all speak Spanish, but they all speak different accents. Right. You're going to have fights. I'm all about it. No. But they all have fights. Yes, but I want them yelling at each other. Eat up. You just want the Spanish up, action. No, no, I want English, English. All the empieces con eso, pero let me tell you una cosa. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Boom. That's it. I just need a little bit of Espanol for me. Fights, heat. You you told me you were going to do thing A. You did thing yeah. B. It just doesn't like, like the girl, the women in Miami. Over they're, they're talking. They're talking. Pero oye, eso no. Like, oh, the, the Miami accent. Oh, I told I was even texting was Sedano. Was that the Miami accent? Oh, oh, yeah, no. Right? So I was texting Sedano during the Lakers-Celtics game, the first quarter when the game blown out. I'm like, dude, I'm, watching, I'm moving to Miami. And I'm gonna be on this show, man. I want to do this. So I was like, Lakers, Celtics. I don't care right now. Real Housewives of Miami. It's what I need in my life. I'm glad I brought I'm it John up. John Ireland Jr. I'm glad I brought it up. You know what we should do right now is a little super crosstalk. Too bad. <laughs> Wish I would have brought up Milf Manor with Beto before the last three. Well, minutes we did a of whole thing on we we did a whole thing on Milf Manor yesterday. You know that it is. Um, Oh, if Jorge were still here, he can find it. I sent it to him yesterday. It is directly stolen from a joke on 30 Rock. That's what Emily just said. Yeah. Yeah. Em, I we played it yesterday. I, I sent it. If you Can you get into the studio account, the KSPN studio account? I emailed it to... You, you'll be the shocked. The 30 Rock portion? Or you'll the be MILF sh- Island trailer? No, the MILF Island trailer's in there. If yeah, you just go to my, right. you go to my page. Yeah, the MILF... <laughs> but if you hear... Um, the 30, you got it? All right. This was 15 years ago as a joke on 30 Rock. And somebody at 30 Rock is, is going to ask for Sue. for a check. Right. But listen to this. Oh, wait. I, I don't think this is it. It's the wrong one. Yeah, it's the wrong one. Um, but anyway, it, it, it was a joke on 30 Rock. And um, it, it just blatantly ripped off completely. <laughs> the 30, they, they call this MILF Manor. 30 Rock called it MILF Island. Island. And... Uh, they milf is they used to say i think the the tagline was 25 milfs 58th grade boys no rules <laughs> and this is pretty close by the way 30 the, rock the math is what makes that the most funny yeah. part is a two for one but 30 rock is one of those shows that uh it is uh, it's I, great I, I, I you you go back and watch it now it's on peacock um, it is spectacular. It's, it's really fun. You know yeah. what's interesting about Thirty? I don't have you. You've watched it several times. I'm I, assuming. I, when I need something to fall asleep to, in I'll put all, it on now, and in, I, I get like three jokes I didn't get the first in three. times. Almost every episode of Thirty Rock, there's a joke about the NBA. I don't know if you've noticed. In, in almost without exception, there's somebody on that writing staff that was either an NBA fan or yeah. hated the NBA, one or the other, because it was. There's a line where he goes, "You have that post NBA All Star Game sex room glow." Yeah, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, it's I mean, just one the, of the good place was like that. Uh, you know, Mike Shore, who created it, he's he's on the Levitard Network right now. He's done a bunch of different shows. There's a running joke on the Good Place involving Blake Bortles. Like, you have to be a sports fan. You know, there's a character who's from Jacksonville, which, you know, Bortles in Jacksonville, but still, it's kind of a deep cut. To be to establish a running joke about Blake Bortles, you have to be into sports to just want that running joke. Do you watch those, the, the Bachelors and, and, and Temptation Island and all this? Are you a consumer of that? Am I a consumer of that? Yes. Where have you been? Of course I'm a consumer of that. I can't I, get enough of I'm it. I'm so bored by it. 
Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I, I can't get enough of it. The the best one is Temptation Island, where <laughs> it's it's blatantly people that just want fame. Sure. And they go under the auspice of, well, we've been in a relationship for a few years. Will we survive? And then they throw a bunch of hot bodies <laughs> out. They all cheat. The relationships break up. It's fantastic. Just can't Andy, get never can't been get in enough of those. <laughs> no. Now what? No, what? And then it's not too far of a leap to get to all the Real Housewives shows, which all the new ones are progressively more drama than the early years. Like the early years was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Orange Real County Housewives of Orange County. One, I think. Like the two most recent ones, Real Housewives of Miami, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, just complete train wrecks. Well, all of them. It's, it's like great. the progression of the real world. When the real world first right. began. It's very good comp. They, they didn't know exactly what they wanted. So I think they were earnestly looking for seven strangers picked to live in a house <laughs> and, they, you know, and have their lives taped. You would find out what happens when things got real. By six, by season six or seven, it's just, okay, we need an alcoholic. Right. We need somebody closeted. Yes. We need somebody who dates really heavy. We need somebody with an anger problem. Like, I mean, like they, they really were like, we need we need a bunch of people with real issues that we are going to exploit. Like they've had a couple alcoholics okay. on that show that I'm like, what you are doing is irresponsible of with course this it person's is. life. All right, now keep in mind, now let's say this. Let's say you're a writer on 30 Rock okay. and you come up with this joke, Milf Island, and uh -huh. then 15 years later, someone actually turns it into a show. Now, Taylor and Emily have found it. Okay. Here is... As it appeared on Thirty Rock in like two thousand and five, no, like Survivor, right? But it's the same thing. It's the same idea. Somebody ripped off a, a like. I one day I was playing golf and I got paired up with somebody I didn't know. I started playing with him. Good dude, good golfer too. And I said, "So what do you do for a living?" He goes, "I produce TV and radio shows." Like, would you do anything I would have heard of? He goes, "Well, I created the whole Mighty Ducks franchise." Oh wow! And I said, "Well, let me ask you a question." That was you, right? You thought of Mighty Ducks and you made it into a movie. And then Disney takes it and gives an NHL team the name Mighty Ducks. You got to get a cut of that, right? He goes, well, that's why I sued him for a billion dollars. I said, did you get it? He goes, no, but I got a very nice settlement. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm here playing golf with you. <laughs> yeah, but the, the guys so who came up with that joke have to get some money for this, I don't know this, if you can sue they? off a joke, to be honest. But, Andy, it's but, the same but idea. But I don't, know if, you have, I don't know if that qualifies as intellectual property. A Emily, joke. if you're on the jury, I wrote the 30 Rock <laughs> joke. I'm suing Milf uh, Manor. Manor saying I created it. Do I not get a piece of it has, it has to do with like if people in their mind picture more milf whatever and if it's 30 rock then that's their case you know right. it's like it's i think taylor you if you were on the jury do i have a case if i if i wrote the joke on 30 rock and now there's a show called milf manor <laughs> that is basically stealing the concept i created in my joke do i am i not entitled to some royalties from milf manor <laughs> i just think i am I, I mean, I just think it's as simple as that. Wait, Taylor's putting his headphones on. What do you, Taylor? What do you think? If you're on the jury, do you do? You, are you with me or against me? I don't know. It's a, it's not a real show on the show. But it's the idea. It's the kernel of the idea. Correct. Th that, th I, if I'm a juror, you're starting it, to get it, into some real inception territory at this point. Like, well, the Andy, kernel if you're of an if, idea. If you, okay, let's say you guys make up the jury. Yeah. Which, uh, which no, you, I've just we, you, we've just done introductory arguments, obviously. <laughs> but I wrote the joke. I came up with the whole Milf Island bit on Thirty Rock. Milf Manor has now taken my premise 
and turned it into a TV show, I kind of feel like somebody who wrote, you know, Andy, all those cases in music where you write a song and right. say, he took my riff right. and you get royalties. Right. Why don't I get royalties? Because I, well, first of all, you need to prove that these writers actually saw 30 Rock, okay. that they actually witnessed that episode. Well, it's public domain. Anybody could watch but it. But that doesn't mean everybody has seen but it. The, okay, perhaps. But the problem, the reason I'm on giving you money in this case, right. the reason I'm voting for you there's too much of it that's nearly identical to be coincidental. There's right. there you, you can't tell me that because that's the fake one. This is the real one. Right. Music is virtually identical. Given me some it's these it incredibly oversexed. I came here to be number one. Couldn't I argue though, if I'm the defense, that Milf Island is just the natural progression of all these other shows right, that already what, exist. Okay, but what started the progression? I think these my shows. joke, Milf Island, Milf Manor I mean, look, is not that like far of a move. It's like The Simpsons predicting off. all these things in the future. Exactly. I mean, it's just going to happen eventually. Tra- Travis and I talked about one time. You know, my brother and I were working on a concept for a movie script called Commander and Chimp. That <laughs> <laughs> was about. It was based off a Simpsons joke. I don't know. I don't know how that movie didn't get made. Uh, all I mean, the, I do you realize? I'll, I'll go. <laughs> My what? mom has said it's a it, commander and chimp. Yeah, I'd love to see that. We've no, written, I would too. We've written others. There have been more bad chimp movies than commander well, and chimp. We had a run in the early '80s where there were multiple orangutan movies. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in the my premise. life is a movie called Ed with oh, Matt yeah. LeBlanc oh, and a yeah. baseball, baseball playing player. chimp. Oh yeah. yeah. I yeah, I think that did well. BJ and the Bear? Yeah, basically the premise of Commander and Chimp that uh, Brian and I and my friend Steve were working on was there's a president who's up for re-election, and he has a Weasley scheming vice president who really wants Smithers. to be president. Yeah, he, well, no, no, Smithers is, isn't devious he's enough. Sleeping. Right, yeah. he, he's a squirrely guy. He was going to be played by James Woods in our version of this. <laughs> That's and an excellent casting choice. It is an excellent <laughs> casting choice. And the president happens, to, he, he's named Bob, and he has a monkey named Bobo. And the vice right. president works out something where he puts Bobo on the election thing, thinking it's going to be a typo, and that would eventually lead him in. Bobo ends up winning, but there's nothing in the Constitution that says a monkey can't be president. He's, he's 35 years old. I think, and he ends up I think the both of those things are actually true. Yes. I'm totally buying your premise. Yes, right. Excellent. Two updates. Okay. All right. Number one, Emily, say uh, into the microphone what you just said in my ear. Right. So the episode is called Milf Island. Not just that it's a part of the episode; it's a snippet of the episode. The entire episode is called Milf Island. The creators, the it was written by Tina Fey and Matt Hubbard. So Tina Fey is going to see this, and I think she's going to have it. All right. Now our buddy Jay Moore is listening. You know, okay. Jay, long career in entertainment. What does he sure. think of Commander and Chimp? Is he, <laughs> he hasn't weighed in on that yet? But uh, Jay's like been in Jay's been in a lot money. of movies. I'm sure he's been in a couple Commander and Chimps. If he, if he but he says anything you write in the writers' room is property of the show. And it's explicitly stated in your contract. So the only person that can sue are, is Tina Fey, the creator of 30 okay. Rock, whoever owns 30 Rock. So whoever wrote the joke doesn't have a case, but thirty whoever owns 30 Rock does? Right. That's Tina Fey. So NBC, or NBC Peacock, or NBC. whatever. Yeah, does. somebody's getting paid. Is James Woods? I know I say this. I, I think James, Wood, James Woods is a good actor. I've never met him. I, I, he's out of Hollywood now. Yeah, didn't he get in trouble or canceled? Or he was no, he was no, no, he was threatening to sue someone. I think he sort of took himself out of the loop. Um, you know, beyond whatever politics you he has that you perceive as taking him out, 
he seems to have kind of battled himself out. I don't. I just only, I read something the other day that he was threatening legal action against someone he, who was who was accusing him of something he did not I, do. Okay, mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, Is that a Me Too situation? I can't remember. Kind of. Uh, there's an. I believe it's the actress, and I apologize if I'm getting this wrong. Yeah, don't guess I, if you if you don't know. Don't guess if you I'm don't know. I'm pretty sure I know who the actress is, but anyway, there's an actress who, when she was very young, publicly said that James Woods was all over her, very inappropriate. And he, by the way, he denies that. Yeah, I know that. I'm, I'm just he was saying passing along what um, she said. Jay has weighed in. Commander and Chimp has been greenlit. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so here, so Tell you me got so, your star hitched to the vehicle. I, I want to go back to the congratulations, po- po- Mr. Vice President. Po- Post election, when Bobo has now been sworn in. What sort of crises does he need to manage? Oh, I'm, I'm way ahead as of you, Chimp. Well, okay. how far did this script get? Um, not far enough beyond the planning stage. We outlined a lot of this. More than 10 pages? Well, what happens is Bobo ends up president. It turns out the, the incumbent- By the way, the name for the chimp is perfect. The, Go ahead. The incumbent president, he doesn't really care that much about being president. So when it turns out the monkey got reelected in his place, he doesn't care. He's like, that's fine. But the vice president now is the vice president to a monkey, which really oh, so he's upsets still on the it. ticket with yeah. Bobo. Well, it was Bobo How is and this, this not an president. episode of Veep? It would have been perfect. And what ends up happening- Can you mentioned Julia Louis-Dreyfus on the string of curse Word she would have rattled. Yes. I'm vice president to an effing chimp. Right, and and what happens is the vice president keeps creating crises for Bobo to screw up, hoping Bobo's eventually going to be removed for office. He becomes president, but Bobo ends up stumbling into solutions. So Bobo ends up incredibly popular, gets reelected. No, and you realize that Bobo then makes friends with somebody, and then that person becomes the hero for helping Bobo through some the other presidency. type of animal in the spinoff. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I really would like my to spend metaverse. some time with you to really kind of start to flesh out the rest of this 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 world where Popo. See now we have the proof, commander. We have Jeff. definitive proof right now. Our yeah. concept. Yeah, there you Our go. concept. Where do we do we loop Jay in? Does he do? He sounds like he, he's game. He's he, he could be the vice president. Yeah, he'll oh, probably he's be he could be the Weasley vice president. Congratulations, Jay Moore. You just you just won an I, Oscar. I always steal a line from Jay when I'm. I'm telling somebody shocking news. Do you remember when he told Jerry, we played Bob Sugar in uh, Jerry Maguire and he told Jerry Maguire that he had been fired. And then he basically said, you know, Tom Cruise just sitting there just steaming and Jay Moore goes, this is real. You should say something. (laughs) (laughs) Like if I tell Mason, the Rams are going to win three games this year. They'll go, what? This is real. They're, you're three and nine. You should say something. Four, John. A little respect on Baker Mayfield's name. Oh, that's right. Name. Well, we're in a whole new world now. <laughs> that's right. We're and you get the for, whole weekend off. I get the weekend off. We got a little Monday night action coming up against the Beautiful. Packers. Beautiful. supposed to be five degrees. Five degrees. Adam Bronson was in here yesterday. Yeah. He's the broadcasting coordinator for the Rams. He told me it's going to be zero by Monday. Yeah, it's supposed to be absolutely brutal. I was telling these guys, I went to an NFC Championship game in 97 at Lambeau Field. So late January, it was about eight degrees. I grew up here in right. California. I've lived in Phoenix and Santa Barbara. Yeah. No experience with cold weather whatsoever. It was the weirdest event because it was simultaneously something I will never forget and I never want to do again. Never in a million years. Well, that's years why I was so. Andy and I talked about this yesterday. I was so blown away by Mike McDaniel's casual brush off of the weather in Buffalo this weekend. And and somebody asked him about it. He goes, "Well, it's really mind over matter. If you don't let no, the it's not. if you don't let the elements get to you, then then it really doesn't affect you." 
Of course it affects you. It's weather. Yeah. All right? If I can't feel the ball, I probably can't throw it. you got to prepare for Said it. Said this to you yesterday, John. I'll say it again. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he's lying. He's actively lying. What else but is what? he supposed to say? But why does he think we're going to buy that? He doesn't well, And I like McDaniel. I think he's a good and, dude. And he's not even trying to – I had dinner with Key last night. We were talking about how cold it's going to be, and he was talking about he went and played in Chicago in January in one of those games. And he says you can't feel anything. It's right. miserable. You're just waiting for the game to end. You just want to get because the hell out of he there. He has taken the temperature of his locker room, pun unintended, and knows that the hype you up speech, that's not going to work for them. Like John had said, like, should say they're going to have fun in this. Like, he knows these guys. They're not going to have fun. It's not fun. So he's going into the mind over matter stage of it. He's lying. The lying stage. He's yeah. lying. Yeah. Uh, by the way, final word, uh, Trav, before you get out of here yeah. uh, from Jay Moore. I'm sold on the scene where Bobo has a press conference and points to reporters alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, there's your hook. Wow. Right <laughs> Mason and Ireland coming up I next. Like that. We'll see you on Monday.